Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Working from home, do you love it or do you hate it? 651-641-1071. A lot of people started working from home because of the pandemic. Do you love it or do you hate it? This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainor. That's my name. Do you love Wear working from home or do you hate it? 651-641-1071. Would you like to know why we're asking? Um, Colleen. Oh, wait. Hold on. Why are we asking? Thanks for asking. Um, Well, apparently, according to a study, uh, a lot of people love working from home so much that they would be willing to make a lot of sacrifices in their work uh, arrangements in order to continue to work at home. And I was mildly surprised by some of the things people would be willing to do in order to work from home. 651-641-1071. Working from home, do you love it or do you hate it and why? Apparently, one in seven people say that they would take a pay cut, a 25% pay cut, in order to continue to work from home forever. Oh, my God. I, I, oh. oh 25% mm-hmm. pay cut. In order to work Don't from home. Don't let people know that. Yeah. Don't ever tell that. your employer that. Yeah. Please. Uh, also, 39% of people, 39% would be willing to give up their health insurance for the opportunity to continue to work at home. Their health insurance. Okay. I again, I just need to reiterate to people don't ever say those <laughs> words out loud. <laughs> 53% would work. 10 extra hours a week in order to stay home to work. Wow. That's so curious. I wonder if there were any follow-up questions because well, I have a few. <laughs> I do too. I mean, I have a lot. I mean, I do. I have a lot of questions. I also have a lot of thoughts about how, well, first of all, I think, you know, if you really do enjoy working from home, you may think you want to do these that you would do these things because yeah. you like it so much. But the truth is, it really like it. It would add to the inability to set really good boundaries, right? If you're working ten extra hours a week, if you are getting rid of your health insurance, and I think you know, I I think if you like working at home, do it. Don't give up your health insurance, right? Please, ever. Like nothing is ever worth that. No job is worth you not being able to take care of yourself when you're not feeling well. Which makes me wonder if the people saying this were people. Of a certain age, which is why I wanted to keep my mouth shut because mm. I didn't want to sound like the old guy, you know, like, you kids, you think you don't need anything. But yeah. first of all, you're worth more. And second of all, your health is important. So 
Working from home. A lot of people had to do it because of the pandemic. Did you love it or do you hate it? Let's go to Carrie. She's on the line. Hi, Carrie. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm fabulous because I'm working from home. Which tells me that you love it. I do. I love it. So what is it about it that you love so much? Mute. Mm. My coworkers are better looking because it's my dog. <laughs> and I, okay, let's be real. I don't wear a bra unless you know someone's. I know is coming over for some reason. <laughs> um, I don't have to get in my pajamas if I don't want to. And I can look out a window. I can go outside quick if I want to and enjoy some fresh air when we had fresh air. You can throw in a load of laundry. Yes, the laundry, do some dishes, vacuum super quick, you know, spend time. My dogs are older, so spend time with them. Yeah. They're not going to last long, blah. Mm. But I don't think I would give up my health care or my pay. Good. Right. Good. Carrie, um, thank you for your call. Thank you so much, Carrie. I mean, so that's, I mean, that's part of it, right? Like, I, I've heard that. So, full disclosure, we did not work from home during the pandemic no unless we had to unless we had to quarantine purposes which we did yeah uh all of us did at some point have to have that experience and um i greatly disliked it oh i hated it well mostly because we didn't have like professional studios sitting at home some people do and i'm sure that makes things a little easier yeah we were doing it from like odd spaces i was in my attic closet with no Climate control. Yep. I did it for my laundry room. Yeah. Holly did it, I believe, on the floor of a room because it was hot. Yeah. Well, the floor of the living room with the door shut because the air conditioner and the cicadas were too loud. <laughs> I mean, so you had no air conditioning. So there was no yeah. air conditioning. Yeah. So we had hot. a little bit of a different situation, but my husband did work from, has been working from home. And I would say, I don't think he super loves it. You know, I think there are you know, certain people for whom. You know, the com- he, but there are things he does like about it. The commute is fabulous. My partner loves it. He's having a hard time with the fact that he's going to go back, even though he knows it's the right thing for him. But he has enjoyed the flexibility that yeah. Terry talked about. Yeah. Uh, 651-641-1071. Working from home. Did you love it or do you hate it and why? Stacy's on the line. Hi, Stacy. Hi, guys. Stacy, do you love it or do you hate it? I love it, and I'm, I know there's a few out there that hate it, but the most important thing is staying away from the idiots, which is the road rage idiots. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Benefit. They are. It's horrible, and gas is outrageous and maintenance, so all the travel makes it a bonus. I would not give up my insurance, however. Yeah. That is a big give, but the rest of it, it's all right. Right? Stacy. thank yeah. you for your hey, call. Stacey, I do. I mean, I do think, you know, it is interesting because the grass is always greener, right? So when you're... Working from home, I'm sure that there are things that you appreciate about it, but you forget about the things that you didn't like about working in the office. I had that experience, and maybe you did too a little bit, when everybody was you know, being sent home. We were like, oh, we don't get to go home. Right. And you were kind of bummed, and then you did it, and you were like, oh, oh right, this actually. is not all it's cracked up to be. I, just for myself and my job, I benefit from like putting on pants. <laughs> And getting in the car, even when there was like no one on the road, right. just the act of doing that helped my mental health in a way that I don't think I would have been best served by being agreed at home every day. But some people can do it. Right. There's no easy or there's no right or wrong answer. I do just want to say the following. Thanks for wearing pants. You're Thank welcome. you for wearing pants. And also, I do miss the open roads. 
Oh, and that's I don't been even the hardest have... thing to get used to is open roads and people in our building. Right. Yeah, that's right. weird. Parking Be- spots. Yeah, because now there are all these people who showed up, like who expect that they're <laughs> like they can be here. And we're it's like, like, wait a minute, this is, is this, this we is were our this space. is our space. Yeah, like those are my parking spots. Yeah, it is a little <laughs> bit though. That's the thing. We that's, were very, 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 very fortunate in that regard. Oh yeah, we had the whole thing to ourselves pretty much. Yeah, so. yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we want to you know speaking of the pandemic and quarantine and weird things that have happened over the past year and a half um one of the things that we've done throughout is visit the quarantine lifestyles of the rich and famous and there's a celebrity and his wife that we want to spend some time with in their estate Mm -hmm. quarantine lifestyles of the rich and famous featuring adam levine after this on my talk 1071 well, throughout the last year and a half, we've been uh, getting a glimpse inside a lot of people's houses, right? Because a lot of people have been working from home and spending more time at home. And we like to look in the celebrity houses on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, when we do that, we call it quarantine lifestyles of the rich and famous. Sprawling living rooms. Dream kitchens. Perfectly placed props like acoustic guitars and books they'll never, ever read. This is Quarantine Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Thanks, Bob. Or whoever that is. I think Robin it's Robin actually. Oh, that's who he's trying to be. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, I just went inside Adam Levine and Be a Hottie Prince Lou's uh, beautiful home. You did? I did, virtually. They invited you over? Oh, okay. Well, they did in the latest issue of Architectural Digest. Oh, what and is you... that, by the way? What's what? No, I mean, I know what Architectural Digest is. It's a magazine about but, houses. Like they, lo- like, they love to highlight celebrity houses. Oh, of course. And, you know, look, I'm game. I like to look. And that's why I saw this, actually, through People Magazine. So first, and, and it made my eyes roll out of my head, so I'm going to give you a little bit of the the punchline mm. now to just kind of tell you where I'm at with this. I was like, okay, what is this about? Go inside Adam Levine and Bahati Prince's perfect sanctuary home, colon. Oh, their home, colon. Quote, we didn't want a palatial McMansion. Oh, I can't wait. I can't so then wait. I was like, okay, well, uh, this is interesting. They're kind of a, I mean, you just know that a, Adam Levine and Abahati Prinsloo are very, very particular about what they want because yeah. they're just both very detaily mm-hmm. visual people, yeah. right? Because like you look at Adam Levine and he's got a very signature look. Bahati Prinsloo, of course, Model. famous for her looks. Yeah. So th- that should not surprise that they would have a particular look. So then I go over to People Magazine and I look at this home. Uh, which they bought, by the way, from Ben and Jen, and that's Benefleck and Jenna Garner. Got it. That Benefer. Affleck and Jennifer Garner in 2019 for $32 million. Now, I need to rewind because did they not say they don't want a palatial? Thank you. So when a celebrity says they didn't want a palatial McMansion and then I'm treated to a mansion. Yeah, because what I'm expecting is like a nice... Oh, wait. Rambler. So go with that. Okay, (laughs) Okay. so you're thinking they don't want a palatial McMansion. Forget that I told you it was $32 million and previously owned by celebrities. Right. So then they go on to say the thing that really just was like, okay, I know you have to have a story, but let's. 
The COVID lockdown made us especially grateful to have this place, Levine said. In a world where nothing ever seems to be enough, our home feels like a genuine unicorn, our perfect sanctuary. Added Prince Lou, quote, it's really all that we need or want. The couple had a very specific aesthetic in mind. We didn't want a palatial McMansion. That's just not who we are. We were attracted to this place because it felt homely. Homely? Wait, wait, wait. Homey, not homely. Okay. Homey, sorry. Okay. <laughs> because it felt homey. You could tell that kids have lived here before. Now, I want you to do me a favor, and I had included the people link. I want yeah. you to actually go to the Architectural Digest link. That's the one I'm thumbing through right okay. now. So I want you to find the photo for me that shows you kids have lived Nowhere. here before. I don't see it. Are, are there crayon There's drawings none. on the wall? No, it doesn't. Spaghetti I have a, stains on the carpet? Boogers? Places? No. Yeah. I'm just speaking from and, experience. And what continues is a big mansion. It's a, a $32 million dollar home that has <laughs> everything you would oh expect gosh. a rich person's home to yeah. look like. And yeah. it's beautiful. I'm yes. not saying it's... It's something to look down your nose. What I'm looking down my nose at is, you guys, stop with this fake, like, humility business. You are rich people. Mm-hmm. Act like it. It's fine. You don't need to dumb down because here's the problem. I know. I don't because I don't have kids. You know, but I've been mm-hmm. in houses with people with mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. When you try to act like something, mm-hmm. like, oh, I just need something homey, mm-hmm. something simple, mm-hmm. something quiet. Mm-hmm. When we walk into those spaces, when most people who pick up at Architectural Digest walk into a space like this, they're not thinking, oh, this is so homey. This is so, like, dressed down. This is so not mansion-y. The, when I look through the pictures, one thing I notice about Bihati Prince Lou and... Adam Levine. Uh, Adam Levine is that they like lying down. <laughs> and the way that I know that is because essentially their coffee table is like a lounging station. They have in one of their extremely gigantic walk-in closets, a chaise lounge in the middle of the room. So if indeed, you know, their outdoor space is a sunken living room, outdoor living room with a fire pit and a very large sectional laying down area. What I see... And there's like a big uh, plot of land yes. that this house is on. So Nothing about this says... If homey to you means lots of places to rest your rump, then by all means. But what I, what I don't see is a space that looks like it's children-y. No. Or... No, it's actually human-y. It it's, doesn't actually look... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's like people live there. Actually, I feel like of the three of us, Holly would be most excited for this home because it's very... It almost, to me, doesn't say children live here. Well, I was going to say, there's no hint of any kind of child in this house. Right. Not even a little bit. It's not very even sparse. a little bit. I mean, I think it's a beautiful home. I'm not trying to say I wouldn't be, like, if you gave me the keys, I'd be like, I'm ready to move in. But it's very sort of minimalist in a way that mm-hmm. I'm not expecting when you tell me you want something homey and that children have lived in. Right. So I don't buy that narrative. Also interesting, I think that Adam Levine and Bahati Prinsloo have children, and yet there is literally no sign oh, of yeah. a child living in this house. No, they have two kids, and you cannot see. Now that said, here's what I will give them. Like, y- even if I, if I were to have a pictorial done of my home, which would not happen, I would also m- try to make it look as much like a catalog as possible, oh, of right? That's so what you, you know do. that you're you looking don't at invite, that. You don't, but then you don't tell me that it looks like, right? Like it's homey, like right. Just don't lie to me about right. your story. You're you're totally wealthy, right? It's fine. It's fine. Show fine. me what, what. Show me what I'm never gonna have. But what I also love about it is. To your, you know, sort of adjacent to the point you're making is this idea of like, I didn't want a palatial mansion. Don't try to tell me what I'm going to open up and look at as a sweet little cottage and then still be. Yeah, mansiony. Mansiony. Yeah, like you need to understand what a mansion is versus what. But to them, it know, might not yeah. feel oh, very to them, mansion-y. They probably yeah. are like, this you know, shanty. No, yeah. homie, don't play that. Thank you, homie the here. clown. When we, we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Celebrities behaving badly. We call them after this. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. Well, hello there. We have a name for these celebrities behaving badly. And that name is D bag presenting Lord and lady douchebag of the day. Thank you for asking, Colleen. So, um, I had a little Presto Changeo cool. D-bag. Do you know a guy named Brian Austin Green? Yes, I do. I not well, actually, he's been in the studio, but uh, He has? Was I here? I don't think you were. He and Freddie Prinze Jr. came in and did a little interview uh one I feel like time. I would remember those two. Yeah, I don't think you were here for that. Okay. But uh, I was going to say not personally, but indeed, I actually have met him. So he's part of a publicationship. It's called Brarna. Quickly, a publicationship is a relationship for publicity. Of what is a Brarna? That would be Brian Austin Green and Sharna Burgess. We haven't really heard anything out of them, but they were super hot during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. They were like, um, you know, like, we're going to get as much headline out of our new relationship as possible. And um, then they kind of went bye bye in the car car publicity wise. Yep. I, don't, I don't think I've seen much. But then all of a sudden, Brian Austin Green pops up the other day and I'm like, what? What's going on here? Okay. It's unbelievable, but true. The kids are painting these. What? Brian Austin Green oh. shares eight-year-old son Noah's insane artwork and defends Northwest's handiwork after critics said she didn't paint okay. it. Okay. Now, what sounds weird about this? 
I mean, so many things. But first of all, while we got to bring up old stuff. Thank you. That's what sounds weird. So here's the story. The story is that the 48-year-old actor um, has a son named Noah, who is eight. And apparently, Brian's son, Noah, is in the same art class as Kim's oldest child, North. Hmm. And so they're painting portraits. Mm-hmm. Now, you go, why is he bringing up some so old? Yeah, why is he bringing what up some so old? What you're referencing is that five months after people were speculating whether or not North by Northwest, <laughs> uh, the child of Kim and Kanye, they were speculating whether North had painted this beautiful photo or portrait, excuse mm-hmm. me, I you know, paintings. What are those anymore? But the, there was this painting and North painted it. Mm-hmm. And then there was there were like idiots online who were like, North didn't do that. Yeah. And then Kim was like, yeah. And then it went away. Right. Five months later, Brian posts a photo of his child's artwork and says the following on Instagram. Someone just told me that Kim K was given a hard time for posting a pic of a painting that North had done. Noah is now working on the same thing in the same art class. It's unbelievable, but true. The kids are painting these and North's is beautiful. Okay. Do you want to? State the obvious. I mean, why you got to piggyback yourself on Thank somebody you. else's stuff, Brian Austin Thank Green? You. Like, how sad and thirsty are you, Dad, that you are going to take a dusty story <laughs> from five months ago about Northwest right? and Who's, insert yourself? Who, by the way, I mean, just in case y'all are keeping score, uh, is definitely far more A-list than you. Yeah. I mean, and I mean Northwest is far more well, A-list I mean, than Brian Austin Green. Children of the 90s may disagree somewhat, but yes, in terms of publicity in the world, Right, yes. he's just piggybacking because he's thirsty. But like, it's so sad. It's such a sad thing. He's, the, the, the giveaway is, the tell is, someone just told me that right. Kim K was yeah. given a hard time for posting a pic. No. Someone just told you, but that story was is like from a year ago. Right. So right. Okay, but just because someone told you, then you had to go look oh. at my kid too. Oh, it's amazing, but true. They do these paintings. They're in art class. They're good. I mean, just post your kid's dumb photo. It's not dumb. I'm saying it's just a thing. Mm-hmm. Just do the thing. And let people go, that's amazing, and be done with it. You don't have to work in another celebrity to try to get clicks, boo. But also, there's like six levels of things going on there. Because it's not just that he's piggybacking on the post. He's also... I'm a dad. Dadding, but also being like, look, okay, go with me on this. It's like parenting Olympics, right? Like... Kim Kardashian, this this oh, class yeah. was good enough for Kim Kardashian's yes, yes, kid. I see what you're saying. See? Yes. And he's like, my kid is taking the same art class. Yeah. By the way, so, by the way, normal people, normal people meaning non-celebrities, when our kids go to art class, it's like real talk, usually free at the community center. And it's like collage time. Yeah. And no, which no is fine. No foul. Like, good, good job awesome everybody thinks 
Look, you hang I, that up on the. Fridge. I don't have a kid, yeah. but I have a dog. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing that I can Kinda relate art to. Classes is Wheezy going to? I'm I am just... not kidding when I tell you there are art classes for your dog. I want my word. But what I will tell you is that what I was going to say is everybody thinks that their child, mm-hmm. their dog, mm-hmm. their cat, their why are you why you got to bring cats into this? Trap. <laughs> Because it's true. Everybody's <laughs> no. like, no, but my cat is the cutest. Yeah. No, but look at my little Wheezy. I mean, come on. Do you know why that is? It's, it's called because, evolution. Yeah, and it's because you love that thing, well, and you have to take care of that but thing. But specifically with children, I think it's like an evolutionary thing. Like, it's just built in that you are going to see yours as the best. Right. Because you're, you know, like, the evolutionary programming is making you put this yes. child above all other children. Right. And in fact, you know... Anyway, um, the moral of the story is it's so obvious what you're trying to do here, Brian Austin Green, and you're not doing a very good job mm-hmm. of it. You look like a tool. Stop it. Just give your kids some props without having to work Kim Kardashian into your mentions. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Also, Kim Kardashian is going to be like flipping through. Going, That's what I want. Why to know. am I in your mouth? That's Brian what I Austin want to know. Green. Did she did, do we know? Did she like did I she comment or anything? I don't see anything. I wonder if he's just like um, if she's like, oh, please don't. Like, oh, Brian Austin Green is trying to get some some stuff, some clout. She's like, wasn't he popular when I was born? Ooh, that hurts. Ooh, that was rude. That hurts. True, that though. Hurts. I mean, we I, we used to love Brian Austin Green. I mean, I don't not love Who Brian Austin Green. didn't have a crush Green? on Brian Austin Green? I did for like a minute, but then he really went a little too, like, dancey, singy. He was kind of vanilla icy. Yes. Right? He was super vanilla icy. Yeah. And... And not and like yeah, but that and worked that, for a while. There was a period where we were all well, vanilla. Well, Joey icy. Lawrence was vanilla icy. Oh, mm-hmm. that was another one. Yeah, and I had a crush on him. I mean, come on, I'm not how did saying you, how could you not? Yeah, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. When they did but that now, TV show and they worked in like a like it was like a car place. I don't know, but he would always wear like sleeveless. Yeah, like you, denim. What was the name of that show? Because I didn't know about that show. It was like. It was like the brothers. Yeah. And there was like, I swear, like an auto body experience. The Lawrence brothers? Yeah. Yeah. They had a TV show. Yeah. Um, it was, yes. I don't think it was Disney because I wouldn't have been watching the Disney no, channel. No, but I feel like it was like maybe on ABC. Well, there was one show called Brotherly Love. Is that it? Between Joey, Matthew, and Andrew, that show had 40 episodes. And why mm-hmm. do I know about it? I Again, don't know. Do you know about it? Yeah, I think it that's this? what it was. I think it was. Yeah, Brotherly that sounds Love. right. Nineteen ninety-five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, this was on NBC and yeah. the WB. Okay, so that WB. was WB. Yeah. WB. That's why, and yeah. it was post Blossom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So this was post Joey Lawrence tying. And he was very. Whoa. He was very. Slow. And I think he still said whoa. Yeah. Oh. Well, Which is that's, that's the part he, that's super that's embarrassing. It is all. I mean, don't go to his Instagram now because it's just going to ruin. All right. Uh, do you want to know who my D-bag is? Yeah. Hilaria Baldwin. Oh, yay! So this actually is like a dovetail from yesterday because Holly brought us over to her Instagram uh, to show us a picture of her with her heap of children. And, you know, she's like, my Baldwinito nighttime chaos. And it's like, okay. Yeah, sorry about that's that. called being a parent. I uh, know. I'm glad you brought us there for that because it led me to look at the rest of her Instagram because I realized I hadn't visited her in a while. Oh, okay. And the one I'm going to take to task today is, um, I think she's trying to be relatable. Um, it is a picture of her foiling her hair, 
pumping her uh, milk for her babies. Oh, mm. uh, drinking a glass of rosé. I see rubbing alcohol nearby. Is that like a paintbrush? Oh no, that's on the on the bag of pop chips. So the pop chips are like very located, located like, very oh. like she just happens to be eating pop chips while she's doing all this other stuff. And of course, the the tagline is multitasking, obviously. Wow. And I'm like, yeah, congrats. Like, welcome to being a parent. Like, that's. But she's such a good grifter. Like, oh, man, she's such a. But can we just talk? Uh, I, did I she am, tag pop No, chips? she didn't. And that's what I wanted to sit with here for a second. Because I feel like that is either she either she did not follow the laws, if that in fact was a sponsorship. Yeah. Or this woman is trying to get something from Pop Chips. Well, who are the people that she tagged, by the way? Some um, rando guy oh. named Daryl? Daryl. Yeah, I don't know. Who are these people? Um, Anthony? Art direction, animation design. Okay. Okay. So this is an art direct. So this is art directed, and then some guy who's <laughs> followed by Rachel Zoe, Daryl Nain. Yeah. Oh, and then and then the extension color crap. specialist, and like so the hair guy. So Jared Riccardi is her hair guy, and then one guy is an art director, which tells you that this was art directed, right? This girl, for somebody, lady, woman, she has a lot. For somebody who is so busy, allegedly, supposedly, she got a lot of time on her hands. Yeah. Because that is that is a clearly art-directed experience. Oh, a thousand percent. And it's meant to look not art-directed. But you know what? Okay, so it reminds me, and I, yes, I, I remember talking about this when it happened. There is a famous photograph of Giselle Bunchen. Um, nursing a baby while she's getting her hair done and like a lot of stuff is going on around her and she's obviously like on set for something and she tagged it the exact same way, multitasking. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, like you're having your hair done and nursing oh, a baby this. at the same time. Oh, because I got in trouble yeah. about it you did? with a friend. Yeah, who <gasps> knows her? Yeah, it was, it's a long story. Oh, look at yeah, you. It's a Friends real, with real story. But... But it just, you know, listen, this is like a whole trope. Every mom does it. I'm a mom. I feel like I can say this stuff. Like we all are impressed with our own ability to take on a lot of things all at once. I don't know that the rest of the world is as impressed as you are with yourself, with your ability to eat pop chips, pump milk, dye your hair and drink wine at the same when, time. But congrats. Let's be clear. There is a whole team. Oh, yeah. Behind you yes. making this happen. Yeah. So basically, you just showed up in your kitchen, yeah, and a bunch of people are there to help you do this thing. And the thing I think that would drive me nuts as a parent mm -hmm. is that she always is, you know, not complaining, but like thirst complaining yeah. about having six children. And you're like, but that was a choice right. by two very privileged people who are more than capable of mm -hmm. taking care of that many children not if not with their own hands, with the hands of many others who no doubt are on the payroll. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure what message you're sending to most people who have eyeballs. And not only are you sort of like thirst complaining about it, you're also like glamorizing it simultaneously, which is yeah. super confusing. Yeah. Like that's there's cognitive dissonance there. Yeah. Because truthfully, like when I was uh, you know, had had infant twins, I walked around shirtless <laughs> pumping with a battery operated thing 
strapped on me as well. While did I you have pop chips though. No, I didn't have pop chips, but I did like I would go and like do the laundry or unload the dishwasher. Yeah. And guess what? I did it without putting it on Instagram. Without and I'm not saying a photo you, shoot. I'm not saying you can't put it on the gram. I'm just saying everybody does it, and most of us don't look well, this good also, doing it. <laughs> to me, it's just the like you think I'm dumb. Like right. I know that there's a bunch going on on the other side of that camera. Right. Right. Like so. Well, yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, I, I was, I was actually multitasking, and I didn't have time to take pictures yeah, of it. Right. When we come uh, back on the Colleen also, and Bradley is, show, does the pop chips change the flavor of them? We have an extra D bag that we need to deal with right here on the Colleen and Bradley show. It's a D bag double down. Double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Uh, it is a uh, person who we talked about yesterday whose name you will not recognize. Her name is Erica Pelosini. I have no clue who that is. Okay, well, you will be familiar with the story. So we've been talking about it like kind of in passing the last couple days. The story about Jack Brooksbank, who is the husband of Eugenie, Princess Eugenie, uh, who was spotted doing work as an ambassador for Casamigos on a boat with three scantily clad women. One of those women was Erica Pellicini, and she was, happened to be, in these photographs, topless. Now, you know, people got all up in arms about the fact that Eugenie is at home with their six-month-old baby, Fergie, or five-month-old, whatever, their baby. Fergie came forward and was like, he was working, it's not a big deal, everybody chill, he's a great guy, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But what I want to focus on right now is Erica Pellicini. And the reason that she wants you to know that she was topless during this boat trip. Okay. She says like her top fell off. The like, following. Ooh. Okay. So like you see the, you know, you see a picture of the two of them drying off. Like he's clearly got swim trunks on and holy buckets. Does he have a rug on his chest? Yeah. He's a very, he's hair suit. forward. Uh, And then she's topless and she's like going to dry off. Uh, She says, quote, I usually never go topless, but my bikini got wet and I decided to take it off. Wait. Yep. I have a question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't wear bikinis. No. Usually. Some of my best friends are bikinis. Yes. I don't. Do you? Isn't it supposed to get wet? Yeah, that's what they're made for, actually. That's what uh, swimsuits like, are made for. Uh, I, like, I can just see her like, oh, my bikini's wet. I'll have to take it off now. <laughs> yeah. And the guy's like, okay. And she's like, oops, I dropped it. Like, it just seems like a Benny Hill sketch. Yes. And it sounds like a Benny Hill sketch. Yeah, and he kind of looks like Benny Hill. But so, the, I mean, what? Okay. Who in their right mind thinks that's an accept? Like... Hey, honey, can you go out there and, you know, throw me a lifeline, throw me a life preserver? <laughs> and she's like, well, I had to take off my bikini because it got wet. It's like it's literally a scene in a porn. <laughs> a porn yeah. Uh, I usually never go topless, but, but my bikini got wet and I decided to take it off. I know it does not look right for Jack and his family. I felt very bad for them when I saw the images of him surrounded by three women because his wife was not there. It led people to make improper suggestions and jump to conclusions. And it's very hurtful that people are so thinking this. Basically, shame on you for thinking it's weird that a grown married man mm-hmm. with a baby at mm-hmm. home 
is on a boat with a bunch of half naked ladies, yeah. one of which is totally boobs out. Because her bikini got wet. Because her bikini got wet. Like you couldn't have even said like I mean, I guess what is the what is the correct response? Uh, well not this. I mean she's not even trying. Yeah, like um just in case I you had cooties and they were itching and I had to get them off. I sat down and fire ants. I mean that would be more I yeah. would I would almost accept that more. Now just in case you thought she said all the words she's gonna say, nay, she has more to say. Oh good. Looking at the images, I understand how they could be misinterpreted. I'm topless. Maria is hugging him. And Rachel is also a very beautiful woman. You're making woman. it worse, honey. I know. You're making it worse. But people are assuming the wrong things. We were there as friends and work colleagues having a wonderful afternoon in the Italian sun. Bradley, I ask you. Yeah. Have I ever, <laughs> have I ever on a work outing yeah. disrobed? Yes, and we actually slept in bed together. Okay, well, that's different. But that was a totally unique experience. <laughs> but and I wasn't walking around taken, topless. Oh, no, God, no. By not any even stretch. Lori. No, not, not anybody that we worked yeah. with. I'm just saying, like, of the people I work with, the most likely one to just be casually right. topless would, would be have been Lori. Lori. That's yeah. 100% true. Um, so no, and certainly not like out and about on a, on a, on a, and by on a the boat way, in the Mediterranean. By the way, yeah, <laughs> just trash. They're drinking. Like he's oh, yeah. fully holding an empty bottle because of they're booze. they're working for Casamigos. They're at work, Is Bradley. Is this like a taste test experience? I'm not done with all of her words yet. Oh, sorry. Okay. He's also good friends with the other two women. It's very upsetting for me that people could be thinking the wrong things. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I mean, now I'm done. Thank we're you. thinking what we see with our eyeballs. That yeah. this dude is like, yes. Yes. I am on a boat. He is the only dude on that boat yeah. except for the driver. Who nobody really is paying I, attention to. I don't to. feel like anyone's no, paying attention to. Not really. To I mean, he is like five seconds from the queen. Of course, these women are going to be all over him. I mean, he's they, royal in the royal family. They went swimming in the actual water. And then she, because her bikini was wet, but can I ask another she took question? it off. Why didn't she take her bottoms off? Really? Using that logic. I know. Thank right? you. I continue to poke holes in the stupid story. I mean, she's not even trying. And That's all I'm saying. Also, I feel like it takes about five seconds for that suit to dry up. Right. Because it's not big. It's not like a one piece. And by the way, the other women also had wet suits. They, were, they managed to keep them on. So weird. Oh man. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, have you ever tried corn ribs? <laughs> oh god. Don't even get me started. Well, we're gonna after this. 651-641-1071. Don't even get Bradley started on corn ribs. Have you tried them after this?